This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I'm standing there with Walter, uh, Mitty, and I said, buddy, you need a vacation. You look like you need a vacation because he'd been working in the photos and uh, he, he has a bully at work. He was being bullied and this woman wasn't showing interest in, in him. And so I said, look over there. The photos are blowing away. And with a, one motion while he was looking away, I stole the negative for the, for the last cover of Life magazine. And then he had to go on a trip. And I think he went to Greensland. Do you not like that story? Oh, that's a good story. No, I like that. That's that happened to you, though. Yes, that happened to me. And he, I saw that he was having trouble because he had set up this OK Cupid profile, and he hadn't even finished it. Even though the representative was calling him over and over again and saying, "Hey, why don't you finish your profile?" But he didn't know anything about himself that made him interesting. Mm-hmm. So he he couldn't find anything to fill it in. Sure. Okay. So it's just like it's because it's that thing where people chase you down. Yes, if you start to fill out an OkCupid okay profile, someone will call you personally. Yes, anywhere in the world. And they'll meet up with you in person. And do you know what the what the last cover was? Of of Life Life magazine. What was it? It was a picture of Walter Mitty himself. Because the I had taken a picture of him unawares mm-hmm. eating his lunch as he would every day. Okay. Uh, and it, it was because something about he was the person that was really the soul of, of life magazine. And that certainly taught a lesson to his bullies and it allowed him to stick it to that woman that he yeah. had dared just to want to be friends with him. Because she saw him as just a snooze and yes. a total simp. Yes. Who, and the only reason she thought he was that is because. That's how he acted every day at work. Yes, because he didn't talk to anyone and he wore the same clothes every day. Very nice clothes. She didn't see how magical he was. Yes. Underneath the way he acted every day at work. Yeah. And for the, years. And the truth is he was in very, very good shape. Yes. For a guy who gets pushed around. At, for a guy working in a photo editing. Yes. You can sort of see... His definition through his work shirt, uh, but pe- but people still looked at him and said, "This guy's a loser." Yeah, it reminds me of the the guy in the thing who went and met his parents, and then he like had to wear a speedo because they didn't have any other bathing suits, and then every he was so super self conscious of having to wear this teeny tiny bathing suit with his ripped chest. Yeah. Yeah, he had this really nice body, and had people saw his body, and they made and they and they laughed. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, 
And uh, it, uh, let's do a New York version where it goes. And the NYers guide to uh, kicking asphalt mm-hmm. and uh, dropping what's a good air thing? conditioners dropping air dropping <laughs> windowsills dropping air conditioners in the asphalt lined back hallways uh, back alleys because of New York uh-huh. and uh, this industry we call Broadway of New York effing city. Yeah, that's that's good. And see, this is why we have you here, Tom. Uh, this is such a valuable service you're providing. Because what this episode is, I've been in New York for the last few weeks, launching Earwolf East. That's why I'm here. Earwolf, big city. We the title isn't official yet. East Wolf maybe is is, is what it'll be called. Mm-hmm. And we're working with you as someone. I'm an LA yeah. person, uh, but you grew up here you have your relationships here and yeah this is uh, this is my home this is my heart yes they 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 cut you new york comes out yeah like new york pizza pizza sauce yeah so that's why you i'm the point guy on this yes and we're we're recording this in your studio Mm -hmm. which is cute it's really cute there's a, Thank you. There's Thank a, you. A, a lot of cute. I, I won't say exactly where it is. Um, I had to get on the train mm-hmm. and ride it to the last stop. Yeah, and then hide from the uh, guards, the conductors who are coming in to clean the train. I'd sure. hide under the seat. Yeah. The railroad, the dicks. Yes, and then the train is taken to, I guess, the yard. Yes. The rail yard. Mm-hmm. And then you're in uh, the back car. Yes. Of, yeah. a, of a decommissioned train line. Train. Yeah. Yes. It's but like I a, won't say which, which no, yard please don't. it's in. And I, I got to say, you slid the, you knew how to slide the train doors open, which not a lot of people get that they go out, that they, everybody tries like pushes on it a lot. Push, yeah. They slide out. It's like they're just like, Patio doors. Yeah, I, I think maybe the reason people push on them is because there's a, there's like a slime, mm-hmm. like sort of covering them. It's almost like a, an algae that I guess it's almost like nature is trying to reclaim the the this this train. It's working pretty hard to try to take it back, but we're pushing back against nature. Yeah, it's like it's us. Mm-hmm. Then admittedly, man. Let this happen to where nature at some point has to step in and say, what have you done with this gift I gave you? Yeah. And it's making its run at us. But we're just like, there's like a last stand. And it's, it's the acoustics in here are better. Is that is that sort of what the what the thinking is with this? Well, a lot of it, I'd be I'd be lying if I said it's not primarily a financial decision. It's just uh, it's very because okay, that did occur to that did yes. occur to me. Yeah, I didn't want to assume that sure. things weren't going well at all for me. No, they're not. I mean, I'll I'll say it out loud. I appreciate you being. Uh, polite and not saying it, but mm-hmm. no, things are not going well. Uh, my show, uh, it's called The Best Show, is uh, currently not a part of any family, but yeah. a part of a big part of this whole kind of me being the point man for Earwolf East and hopefully 
Wolf Cool East is what I would. I mean, that's I, I was going to talk about that later, uh-huh. but I need to be a part of a family. And uh-huh. so, yeah, things I made a go at it. It's not going well. This train yard is definitely it's scary. I will say it's scary. Uh, a lot of these guys don't know what podcasts are and the worst ones are the guys who do know what they are because they like really weird podcasts and the, the, the guys you're talking about are the train yard guys around the flaming garbage can outside this right abandoned railroad car the guys who are slicing up a bean to share yeah and for- singing doo-wop they're the guys at the beginning of rocky uh-huh. basically yeah the, but uh, and the way Rocky would be like, I'm doing it for the people. Like those are the people Rocky did it for. Uh-huh. Like I thought I would have that, and then I realized they don't want me doing anything for them. Okay, they hate me. And then one time, I even said, "I'm do you know I'm doing this for you guys." And then that really set them off. Well, I appreciate you being honest. I I'll be honest with you as well. I. Uh, I wouldn't want people to think that we were giving you some kind of like payoff uh, for helping us set up the network by giving you a show on the network. No, I realize that makes sense. No, no, I realize I have to earn that because then people might might assume that it wasn't just because of the quality of your show. So it's I think it's better if we don't do that at all. Sure. So you look at it as just like, and again, this is New York. You can, yeah, we. This is not. Hollywood, where everybody's they love, I love you, and uh, oh, I want to be in the the Hollywood handbook business and the, all of that stuff. It's like yeah. this is this is New York. It's straight talk, straight talk. So yeah. it's just like it's like Italian style. This is like you looking at me. This is like yeah, forget it. It's like all that stuff is here, mm-hmm. not L.A. Where it's just like oh, it's all about the smog and the yeah. And forget about it is a great word to use specifically in this case. Because I should forget about having a show on this network? That, yes, that's okay. sort of the, the, the phrase that I was sure. searching for. But what a valuable service to be able to sort of provide a liaison and introduce us to some New York people who might want to do, yes. like, a, might, might work for, mm-hmm. like, arguably the, the premier comedy-based podcast network that doesn't do nerd stuff or uh, and doesn't have Adam Carolla. Yes. Um, so it's going pretty good so far, okay. I, I think. Yeah. Because um, uh, we sent you a list. Did you get the list of guys uh, to maybe, like, check up on? Yeah. Just, like, a bunch of New York guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was there any luck? Did you have any luck with that with that list? The, uh, yeah, it, it, it did not go well initially. Okay. Um, I had an idea for a thing with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Sure. It was, it was gonna, it was called DeGrasse is Greener. It's, 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 uh, it's the grass. Tyson. No, but it was called DeGrasse because no, it's, like, it was his, it's his weed. It was gonna, we were gonna, he was gonna hotbox the studio every week and review marijuana. Okay. And he was not into that. He was like, I host cosmos now i can't be doing your hot box show okay so you make it seem like pre-cosmos 
this was something he would have been. I thought he'd be game for willing it. to do, but now that he's hosted Cosmos, yeah, doing a, a weed based podcast is is not something he's interested in doing anymore. He, I thought I had a play because it's like it's yeah, it's these space guys. I mean. I thought it was like a planetarium thing, like yeah, because like, he like, works at the Hayden Planetarium. Yeah, and you'd <laughs> you'd go get like 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 a laser Floyd kind of thing. I thought that's what he would be all about. Like he'd like yeah. listen to you know Dark Side of the Moon and and s- smoke everyone out, and then be like, you know, Pluto's not a real planet, guys. Yeah, okay. But he he's not at all like that. He's very serious. He didn't he didn't try to smoke you out even once. I, not even once. No. And then when I hinted at it, he flipped out he did. again. I okay. thought it was it was it was very reminiscent of the guys in the train yard. He did not stand for it for a second. Yeah, he went crazy. Yeah. So that did not go well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where are we at on the? Slimer. He was really feeling he wants to see what kind of business this female Ghostbusters does before he signs up because yeah he he might want to do a show with Paul Feig Uh and and Leslie Jones. He thought they could do a kind of fun thing. He really wants to. He's playing it very safe, in my opinion. Okay, see, that's what I was. I was sort of hoping we could get him before he explodes. No, no he's like it's it's a full on Cosmos thing with him. Okay, he's this Ghostbusters reboot is his Cosmos. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So was that a no? Was that a hard, hard no? no? That hard was no. a hard yeah. no. Yeah, and he wouldn't even slime me. I thought it was like, well, can I at least get slimed? And he was just like. <laughs> He was like, no, I, uh, I'm sort of with, I, I, I understand how that would be weird for him because most people request, but it, I thought it was like a kid's choice kind of thing. You know, the kid's choice awards. Sure. But that's different slime. I'm assuming, right? That's not like ectoplasm that they're, they're not actually dumping. Like that's like ghost, uh, excretion. That, yeah. It's like, uh, the, 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 yes. And they put a bucket on that. Mm-hmm. Like it, when you're drawing sap, you know, when you're drawing sap oh, sure, up in sure. leaf country. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the slime comes out and then they would pour it on the kids. And, and then sell it. They would, or So they would. Yeah. Slimer would sell this sap to Viacom. Yes. And so for you, I guess to just ask for a, a freebie, free, yeah. a, free, uh-huh. a free sliming. That's for I guess that's for people. Maybe he's a little bit closer to which I, I guess I thought you were. I guess he. Thought, I guess you sort of sold yourself yeah. as someone who had access to these people. Yeah, I had to a, be slimed. That you said you could be slimed by him whenever you know you could just call him up and get slimed. I thought I could. And you said that Neil deGrasse Tyson would smoke you up. Yeah, and that Slimer would do a pretty kick-ass podcast. And uh, yeah, those neither of those happened so far. So those are those are you, two. okay. I'm just wondering if this is true now because you also said that Slimer set you up with the ghost that blew Dan Aykroyd in the movie. I was, and look- I'm wondering now if that 
if that is true. Because if now, I mean, you know, if, if you are that close for that to happen, it seems like you could get a podcast out of him or a slime. Well, what I was hoping that would be, would be, there was nothing lewd about that. I was looking for a kind of like, because, you know, it's New York and it's like the streets and it's the, I mean, you don't know. you. I'm going to say you don't know how it was in Times Square. It was like you'd go there and it was just like okay. tattoo parlors and pizza joints and yeah. just guys selling just food out of like carts. Oh, wow. That's like, like, like steamer uh, trays, okay. like hot dogs on steamer trays. Steamer trays. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Buffet style. Oh, wow. There were just buffets all over. You'd go into Times Square, and it would be like you were at like a, like a luncheon at a hotel, oh, but they, outside. They got to clean that up. Well, they did, and now it's just the M&M store. Yeah, and and what is and the relationship between this story and because you claiming that I've been set up on a date with the ghost that blew Dan. Aykroyd. I thought I could get the ghost that blew Dan Aykroyd to do like a kind of, kind of like down and dirty podcast about just like the way New York used to be. Okay, for ghosts. Okay, you know, because I would assume it would have just been like rougher back then, and like, you know, because uh-huh. it was back. Now it's just like it's like the M and M store, and it's all these. <laughs> things it's not like it used to be it used to be you'd go up there and you'd get just like you'd get like guys would be swinging chains around and yeah gangs and guys in like hockey masks yeah like the baseball furies it was it was pretty much like the movie the warriors toned down how it was at one point the movie the warriors really yeah because they were they that were like, was a sanitized version the of the rest of america Times square used to be like. america can't handle this okay uh, I'm sort of wondering if the ghost that blew Dan Aykroyd is the best person t- to tell that story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Look, I'll I'll admit this. I thought this is how I pictured it going. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson, the grass is greener. Yeah. Get that locked down again. The, I go into the it, meeting with it, Slimer okay. saying, "Yeah, hey, dude, we got this thing locked down. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's on the network." Um, you want to do a thing, then he comes on, and then just like the ghost that blew Dan Aykroyd is just gravy now as like maybe like an yeah. event pot, like a like a howl, a howl mini series, you know, like an East Howl. Like, okay. Uh, what about the pigeon lady from Home Alone Two? Did you go up to the attic in Carnegie Hall? She loves the music, and she sits up there, and she can always listen to the music. I thought she would do a very kind of like cultured, thing, yes, like a like live from Lincoln Center. It's it's the, Carnegie Hall. It's where she lives. But, but we would yeah. do this at Lincoln Center is even okay. more esteemed. I mean, you should see who plays Carnegie Hall now. It's not very impressive when you see the people who are there. It's yeah, like, Aziz did it. I think. Well, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about more like. Like Yo Yo Ma, like okay, like guys like that. Yeah, I just I think who, if you know classical music, I like music, Aziz. I actually think Aziz uh-huh, is great. I do, but, but I was saying Yo Yo Ma is garbage in terms of classical music. It's uh-huh. like a very sanitized version right. of classical music. It's like what they did with Times Square. Not to bring it back to that, it used to be cool, and then now you go there and it's just it's the M M&M and M store, and it's like he's the M M&M and M store of classical music. Okay. 
So it would be, okay, live from Lincoln Center, the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2, and she would interview, like, Alec Baldwin and get, like, his New York stories or Jerry Seinfeld and ask yeah. him about stand-up in New York City and the arts and Tina Fey and Lorne Michaels and just all the people who you just want to know more about. Okay. And did you, you had that conversation with her? Yeah, she uh, shot me down pretty hard. She did? Yeah. Okay. Neil uh, called her and said uh, not that I was bad oh, business. Wow. She didn't throw pigeon feed on you, did she? No. Okay, good. What she did do. Because those the, the pigeons are weaponized. They will, even if you have a gun, <laughs> they, will dis, they will disarm you. This is what she did do. Apparently, she watched the first movie. Uh-huh. I went into the meeting, grabbed the doorknob. It was hot. It was, she apparently had hung some sort of oh, wow. heat thing on it. I yeah. scorched my hand. I still look. I'm holding my hand up. You see the yeah. imprint of a doorknob on it. Yeah, it's, it's a letter P. Yes. And then I'm going up the steps, and they're frozen. No. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I slip. And yeah. she's saying lines that that kid says now. Uh-huh. She's like, you'll never catch me, stupid. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to do a business. Oh, wait. Sean's calling in. Okay. Um, Sean, are you there? Yeah. Can you just hold on for one second? Can we just pod him down for one second? I, I want Sean to feel like this is going well. This okay. is, you know, this is big for me as much as it is for you. You know, this sure. Is like, no. This is me on my own. Yeah, you know this is so. So this is bad for you if you if you come back and say like he ate it she, and I couldn't whip him into shape. Sean, the the dynamic we sort of have. Sean is like the funny guy, and people mm-hmm. are always sort of wondering like what does Hayes do? And I want my thing to be like the guy who like gets stuff done. Sure, you know what I mean? like Matt Stone. Y- yes, right, exactly. I want to be the Matt Stone, the 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 facilitator in all this. Yes, exactly. And then Sean's the one who does all the voices. Yes. and writes and the, the comedy and the writing for the, for the well. show. Yes. So Sean's Sean's the one where it's just like it'll be a room full of writers and they're yeah. pitching all things out. And Matt's just like, "Hey, I got the lunch menu. Yeah, maybe it, we should get Thai food today." And then. And 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 Trey's like he's like guys we yes. got to get this food order in fast like, like someone like Trey like hates opening his mail sure you know so but then gives him anxiety so then he's like all oh, the writers worked on this thing but I'm just gonna take it. I'll come back tomorrow with a full episode written I'll just come in tomorrow and I'll do all the voices of all the characters yeah m- minus one yes and this is this is my okay. one one voice okay. which which is the voice that he does. He'll do like uh, he'll do like Kyle's father, Kyle's dad. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. Stan's dad is the funny one. Yeah, right. Stan's okay, dad, the one, the so, dad you yes. can't get enough of. This is this is my Kyle's dad. Yeah, is setting up Earwolf East. Okay, getting some great New York podcasts on the air, and mm-hmm. so okay. as we're talking about this with Sean, I would love sure. for him to think like it's, okay, it's, it's going. Well. It's really okay, going. Well. I will. I will not. Sean. In, in New York, New York, right, guys? We haven't done that yet. That's so. That's really good. And I can almost, I can smell through the phone the delicious, the greasy diners and the, um, the sidewalk and all the tall buildings. 
What it, all the New York feeling. What What are some of your favorite What's your favorite New York memory? We haven't gotten into this discussion yet, but I but I would love to to share some of those. My New York memory. Um well, I guess the you know, the thing about New York is the spontaneity and how anything can happen at any time. And um I remember that I went to get one of their famous bagels, which is like a big doughy round, you know, food. And, um, I was halfway to the store and, uh, Spike Lee just started kissing me. Kissing? Yes. I'm, he only, it was on my, um, abdomen, but it was, so it wasn't, you know, uh, it, it wasn't as intimate, maybe, as he would have liked. It was just sort of my uh, torso, uh-huh. thorax. Uh, and he, I just thought, he, only a, in New York. He's a so little like, He's a little guy, maybe. Was that... Is he? I thought maybe that's how high he could reach. Should, should I ask him? I mean, to me, well, he was lying on a gurney. So to me, it wasn't necessarily about the height. You oh, know, like, yeah. uh, I didn't see him standing up ever. I only saw him lying on the gurney. Okay. And I thought only in New York would Spike Lee be on a gurney just rushing down, you know, Broadway Avenue. Well, Tom is here as well. Uh, you've, you want to say hi to Tom. So hi, Sean. What? what? So what? Just say. Uh, oh, hey. Hey, hey, Sean, how are you? Uh, um, uh,. So, so it's like just one phone line and you can both hear me? Yeah, yeah. T- yes, Tom, so, uh, we can both. So I was talking to you and then Tom heard me say the so what before? I, I did, but I th- I took that as a very New York kind of thing. It's like, you're speaking your mind. It's New York. Forget this stuff. Yeah, that's sort of the New York thing. Um, perfect. Well. Did you want to suggest a, like a good New York podcast to Tom? Oh man, have I been thinking about because I'm so glad we're expanding and and getting into where all the action is and where people are stressed and bumping into each other and isn't that the goal? Um, I want to do something with uh, and I, and I hear Tom that you know a guy and I'm pushing my finger on my nose. Do you know what I mean? Sure. No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, I want to do something with uh, Papa John. Mm-hmm. Papa John Schnatter. Sure. And I've learned a little bit about podcasts and that we're the best, most successful podcasts seem to be ones that are recreating sort of a conversation that you maybe would wish was over normally. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like where if someone's just talking about a food like that is a podcast now. If they just go like, "Hey, this is what I ate today," mm-hmm. so maybe it's Papa John, and he's talking about all the pizzas, or even the Papa Pack. Do you know what the Papa Pack is, Tom? I, I don't. I don't. Because we don't have that. I, I don't know. I don't know if we have that out here, Papa John's. It's like you don't have that in New York. It's very authentic here. We have a lot of rays here. Okay, well, this you you do have it, and it is as real as it gets. And the Papa Pack, which shares you know Papa John's first name, is I believe two sodas and a bag of chips. <laughs> so, 
I'm thinking maybe that's a whole episode or maybe even a whole season of the show. And Tom, if you feel if you can't get Papa John's, yeah. just say that. Don't okay. say like we don't have Papa John's here. Okay. And like I don't know what a Papa Pack is. Just say they, they won't come to my house anymore because I answered the door in a robe to pick up the pizza or something. Like, don't just, just say it. Don't okay. act like you don't right. know we don't what have, we're okay. talking about. You I was have trying, Papa John's okay. here. I'll admit it. I was trying to come on a little New York with that and try to just sound a little authentic. Okay. But there's like a, you know. But so. There's a time and a place for that. And we're actually trying to make, you know, get something well, going I, here. I figure. What if this is the route to, to Papa John? Okay. Mm-hmm. JPP. I know the guy. I know the guy who smoothed out the 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 gap. His nub. Yeah. Okay. J. I talk to that guy. Yeah. JPP introduces me to number ten, mm-hmm. Eli. Eli mm-hmm. bounces me to Peyton. Yeah. And Peyton and Papa John are like, they're like tight. Okay. So. Maybe I could play it that way. Okay. I, I'm with you up to the Eli Payton connection. Uh-huh. I wonder if during the season, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to be talking to each other when they're enemies playing football. They're not gr- brothers yeah. during the season, sure. famously. Mm-hmm. Well, what if they have a bye week? On the same week? I mean, can could- you make that happen? I can check. If you can change the schedule, because I think some of them have already happened. I think maybe both of them have already had their bye weeks. Do you think you can get them another one on the in the, the same like at the a, same time, like a bye bye week, like a second bye week? Yeah, I guess mm. that's what you would call it naturally. I guess so, is right? It, is a bye bye week? Okay, I'll see what I can do. I mean, I'm dedicated to making this happen, and. There's been a lot of great progress so far, Sean, and I think you're going to be very proud of me. And by extension, you're going to be very proud of Hayes for pulling it out of me. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, everything I've been hearing is that Hayes is just really stepping up and defining his role. And that's something I think we've all been waiting for for a little while now, and it's so exciting for me. So to hear you excited, Tom, mm-hmm. is is to is to hear me excited and i'm excited too i'm so glad people have been uh what have they been texting you that uh about you defining your role yeah has that sort of been the thing that people are saying Um, it's mostly been cyber dust i've been getting mostly cyber dust messages which is sort of like an adult version of social media for businessmen like me yeah um it's Mark Cuban's uh thing sure that he talks on and 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 i talk on it now too and uh, so yeah, that's, that's been where a lot of the chatter has been coming through. So it must but, be coming from him then. From Cuban. I mean, I, that's the only person I know who uses cyber dust. Well, now you know too though, right? Yeah. But you are receiving the message that, you know, that, so I figured that he must've been the one sending it. Well, okay. So I'm on it. He's on it. Um, the corporate offices of KB Toys use it for some reason. Um, there's a couple companies, there's a couple, um, uh, you know, okay. business professionals like myself that are doing it. There's a law firm in Illinois. Um, and, and so it's really hot and just exploding 
And if you want to talk to your friends, but you want to use a way that no one uh, is on or is using now, this is definitely the future. Oh, I was, oh, did, so you know that I was having to be quiet when you were talking about South Park. Oh, okay. Well, that's a conversation for later. How could you do that to me? I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you could uh, could hear that. I, I, I would never want to leave you out of a South Park conversation. Hello. Because I know you like to talk about the, 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 the you guys. about the anal probe stuff. <laughs> I want my cheesy poofs. Um, Tom, do you know the uh, respect my authorita stuff? That's when he's on the big wheel. <laughs> I've, Maybe. Right? Maybe, yeah. The, Sean thinks that South Park is uh, like a series of t-shirts. Okay. Yeah. And so if the big wheel's not on the t-shirt... He only sees, so he just knows it's a giant Cardman head with sunglasses. Then it says, respect my authority. Okay. Underneath. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know what he, why he, what he would be sitting on or not sitting on when he would wear that, uh, when he would <laughs> say that. Yeah. No, no. Uh. Oh, this is nice. Yeah, Sean, thank you for calling in. It, everything, it is really going um, very n- nice, and we're having a good time, too. Well, uh, it sounds so good. Can I get a peek, a preview? Any, like, big podcasts you guys broke open or anything? I mean, obviously, the um, uh, the the Papa John's Pizza Corner, uh, where people talk about a meal they had that you weren't a part of, is going to be big. But Yeah, um... A lot of these are at the conversation stage right now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Tom has spoken to Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, about a show where... Uh, DeGrasse is greener? DeGrasse is greener, where he smokes people up. And out. Oh. Dude. Oh, Chiba, kind buds? Yeah, a little bit of God's green herb. And uh, before, you know... Oh. And and we that is that is still a discussion that's happening. Uh, there's a there's a there's a podcast where uh, Slimer and the ghost that uh, blew Dan Aykroyd talk about what Times Square used to be like before I guess the M and M store. Because yeah, because Sean, I don't know if you know how it used. To, I don't know how familiar you are with like Times Square because it used to be. You'd go there and it would be like porn palaces and switchblades and gangs in the street. And now it's just the M&M store. Oh, no. Right. And so Dan Aykroyd would say that, too. He is not part of it as of yet. I don't know what the relationship is now between that ghost. I, don't, I think they had a very bad. I think that was like a, a hookup that they were yeah. both ashamed about. Because he was married to Garth's dream girl at the time. Yeah. And mm. she was furious. She's like, you did what? Like, she's like, I know all about onset flings, but she thought it was going to be Sigourney Weaver. And he's like, you did what with who? Yeah. And she said, please say your eyes didn't cross when she went, <laughs> when she went down on you. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. And, you and, also and he said, no, sweetie, I only I only do that for you. And then, of course, she sees the movie. 
Uh oh, yeah, that's oh, because of the cameras. Oof, tough. And then there's um, another uh, the um, the pigeon lady from Home Alone too is doing sort of an elevated because she lives above Carnegie Hall and she loves music. Is she, she's doing a, a, sort of an elevated culture podcast where she speaks to Alec Baldwin and Tina Fey and Lauren Michaels and people like that. Yeah, and Sean, can I pick your brain for a second on an idea? Yes. I have a meeting with Danny Aiello, and I'm just not Ooh. sure. I want to come in strong with it and just have the right pitch. Because this guy, I'm not sure what podcast Danny Aiello listens to. You know what I mean? Like He seems like a Gimlet loyalist to me. Yeah, I feel like he's definitely checking out the mystery show. Reply all. Mm-hmm. Startup, mm-hmm. of course, the original. So, I I want to come in strong with this, and I could really use your your uh, you know wisdom on this. Okay, and so you're so I'm sorry. You have a meeting with him, and you don't know what podcast he listens to. And then, what's the meeting about? About trying to bring him to the to the network, bringing him in and really launching him with the right with the right uh, uh, hook. Yeah. Um, I know something okay. that could get you kicked out of that meeting. And it's commenting on the, how there should be brothers up on the wall. So I think you go in there and say, I'm glad there's no brothers up on, on this wall. But I don't know if that's the right approach either because. Uh huh. He maybe might, just don't mention it at all. I think I might want to say. Maybe don't bring up brothers right away. Um. Do you remember in After Hours uh, when he went into that one bar where you're not allowed to be in the bar if you don't have a mohawk? Yeah, that's a very New York kind of thing. Yes. The, Is the, that an area, maybe? You go in with a mohawk? And try to what? To mend fences with him? Well, Jesus Christ, Tom, I'm not going to do the whole fucking thing for you. It's not my meeting. But I think I walked you pretty far when I told you okay. the alternative hairstyle that you might be able to wear at the meeting. This Here is we- your thing. And by the way, okay. as someone who advertises himself mm-hmm. as sort of a New York conciliary type yeah. who, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe shouldn't need this kind of help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Fair point. Fair enough. And then Sean takes you nine tenths of the way there. Yeah. And to the red think, zone. Carry me, you know, carry me across the finish line. I want, I want you to go into beast mode. He so. took me into the red zone. Yes. Right? Yes. And which is where, ideally, you would go into beast mode. Yeah. You know, because for me, seeing you not be in beast mode, mm-hmm. when I've got you over, you know, on the on the one yard line, essentially, yeah. I just go like, mm, does this guy even really want to score? Because mm-hmm. quite frankly, I could show up at Danny Aiello's office with a mohawk tomorrow. I'm sure I'd get a meeting, and I don't think I'd need to plan much of anything to walk out of there with a huge podcast contract into my arm. Okay, okay. I'll step. You're right. You're right. Okay, Sean, I, I, I know you have to go. You said you had a hard out. Yeah, well, that was like a dirty joke I was making. Oh, okay. What would that what would that refer to? Well, I just know that people use the word hard on to mean like friggin', you know. Like you've heard that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
when it gets like that before you like finish. So I just was sort of playing off of that. Okay, so you don't have to go. Huh? No, I'm good. Why? Well, what do you want to talk about? Well, we 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 should do an ad. Um, we we don't actually have any paid ads this week. Uh, so we could do just some like New York style ads, like you know, ads for some like big New York uh, institutions, sure, and stuff. Okay, uh, uh, what like? Well, Tom is the New York guy. I mean, what should we? Oh yeah, he you know. Um. Okay, I'll I'll do one. Hey everyone, when you're in New York, uh, and you really want a taste of that New York superhero flavor, come to Times Square and meet. Iron Man. He, yes, he's his costume is plastic, and he's got a tag that says he's that has his actual name on it because people have been doing weird stuff in those costumes. So legally, he's not Iron Man. But come on by with some money and get your picture taken with Iron Man and ask him about. What's going to happen in the upcoming Civil War? I, I have one. Uh, when you're in New York, you got to check out the 9-11 Museum, guys. I'll, I, I got to tell you about this thing. It fucking rules. The lines are really short. Uh, the rides are incredible. Say the Haze Man sent you when you go check it out for yourself. And you got to do it. And can I tack something on there? Yeah. What a little New York secret. And that's another thing about New York is that there's these like secrets to things. And you want to just like know the the way to get the things you want to get. There's a Chick-fil-A in the 9-11 Museum. Oh, so don't wait in line at the Midtown one. Yeah. Go to the 9-11 Museum. <clears throat> pay to get in. They reimburse your money on the way out if you show them that you bought Chick-fil-A. And the thing is... The Chick-fil-A in the 9-11 Museum is open on Sundays from 11 until 6. Can it's I tack something on to this 9-11 Museum plug? Yes, please. please. Yes, please. <clears throat> um, if you go to the 9-11 Museum and you tell them that you actually were in one of the towers during the attacks, they will give you a middling showbiz career for about seven years. They, they cap it off at a certain point, and you do pay a, a heavy penalty, but they will give you sort of a bubble just under the surface. Maybe he's going to get a movie, but maybe not, but he won't. Uh, and, you know, you make a pretty decent living, and then you, um, you get to do Stern. Um, so it's something to think about. It depends if you just find an usher and grab him and tell him, you know. The usher, the, the, that, so the 9-11 Museum will do that for you. Yes, they yes, yes. If you wow. yeah, if you find an employee and you talk to them, they will sort of set you up. Is there an offer um, code for that? Uh yeah, uh, of course. Uh it's it's offer code. It's a hashtag hard out. Oh, wow. So the offer code <laughs> they like from the 911 museum to get you a showbiz career is a reference to something you said a couple minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm the first person to ever say it, but yeah. Um, okay, and it's a hashtag. It is in hashtag form, yeah. You can't just just 
say the yeah you have to put it in a hashtag with the pound sign in front okay of it. wow did you have an ad that you wanted to do oh gosh i have so many that i would like to do <clears throat> um uh i guess my ad is for uh the subway <laughs> oh i'll do it like it's an ad <laughs> don't walk you stupid Get downstairs and, and pay for a ticket that sometimes works. Go through a thing that hits you and can bruise your hip. And when it rolls, then you get and you stand and wait. It's dripping down here and it's, and it's humid somehow. And don't forget to pack yourself into a tube with a bunch of people who are violent. Uh, when you get out, you'll feel like you never were even traveling and, and go upstairs and then do it again. And don't forget when you're at the subway that, um, you're, uh, allowed to be drunk. So <laughs> Hollywood handbook. So anyway, that's our ad for this week for the subway. That's really nice. Yeah. Tom, did you want to share your best New York memory while we have Sean? Because Sean shared his with you. Mm-hmm. And so I think it would be nice if you shared your favorite New York memory with him as well. Sure. Selfish, sort of how yeah. people mm-hmm. respond when someone shares something okay. with them. Yeah, I will. It's nice to respond and cool. Fair enough. In turn. Uh-huh. Okay. With your own story. It was my high school graduation. And we were all in the backyard uh, having a cookout, and everybody was celebrating the fact that I did it, got to the finish line of high school, didn't seem like it was going to happen for a while there, but I did it, and then we hear this screeching, right? Like a car out of control, and it drives up, smashes right through the front of my house, and it's Billy Joel. And then he gets out and he's drunk and then he plays a few songs and then his manager pulled up and wrote a and wrote a check. He plays a few songs? Yeah. On what? He has a keyboard in his trunk. Oh, Is it like an electric keyboard? Because uh, that wouldn't make any noise. No, he plugged it in. I mean, oh, we, okay. we set him up. Because oh, okay. we had chords like crazy going in the backyard. Yeah. Because it was my graduation party. Cor- yeah, of course you would have chords. Because we got to plug the steamer trays in, right? Yeah. We had hot dogs. Ooh, a nice party. We, we, had, we had, you should have seen it, Sean. We had hot dogs and yeah, then we- in water. Chestnuts. <laughs> we had hot dogs, chestnuts, pretzels. Halal meat. <laughs> Yeah, you got too flocky. <laughs> we had candied nuts, like super sweet that no one likes. It's really strange. Like they smell really good, but then you eat two and you're just like, <laughs> I think I'm going to throw up. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So we had all the New York, all the finest food of New York. And then Billy Joel crashed into our house. And then played three and then songs. And on his set list, yeah. Well, we're it was... Town, what are we rocking out? We got Stiletto, what are we doing? He did do Stiletto. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then he did uh then he did uh Captain Jack. Didn't say mm-hmm. the the masturbate line cuz he cuz there were kids there. So he kind of sure, like yeah. he kind of just went like then you sit alone and you ha 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 and everybody was like ah even Billy Joel's so in control that even though this guy is looks like he's going to die from alcohol poisoning he still knows how to censor himself in front of children at a crowd can't control a car but he's in control of his lyrics that's nice it, why is Billy Joel would be in perfect shape if the steering wheel was a keyboard because he was in such good control of that. If only you could steer a car with the, with what? the keyboard. Yeah. I should pitch that one to one of these. Like, the, if I'm going to talk to Seinfeld, uh-huh. like, a, I mean, is it bad form if I pitch him jokes for his live stage act? As you're trying to get him to do a, yeah. a, an Earwolf podcast? Like, as a bump, like, if I throw it in as, like, this is what you get from this family. In return, yes. yes. Like this is just this is our attitude here. The kind of jokes we make is why doesn't Billy Joel like why don't they make the keyboard establishing Billy Joel as a notorious drunk driver? Yeah, why don't they make the steering wheel out of the thing that the keyboards made out, out of, of keyboard? Yeah, because he'd be in control of that as he was at my graduation party. Yeah, so he did do stiletto. He did do Captain Jack. And then he did Down Easter Alexa, which nobody wanted him to do. But he said, this one's for me. Wow. And then they paid you for his performance. Well, our house was ruined. He, 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 our house was d- declared unsafe. And mm-hmm. turns out he only gave us 10% of what it cost to get it fixed. So is that, is that what was written on the check? Ten percent of the cost of repair. No, it was pre. It was in the memo line. It was pre-written. It said, "It said home repair." Yeah, home repair, and then in parentheses, car crash. <laughs> wow, what a nice memory! That was my best yeah, New York that's memory. A nice New York memory. That's nice that you shared that with me, as opposed to like when I first shared mine. You just started bragging about Danny Aiello. I'll share mine. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to be. I don't need to be asked. I don't need you know to be told that it's polite to share a nice memory when someone shares one with you. Ooh boy! And now my mouth is watering to hear this juicy memory. Mine would be, I suppose, if I can think back, it would be seeing the Statue of Liberty come over the horizon as I arrived on the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was this take me back to nineteen forty forty, and I see her, and I don't know is you know I've never seen this before. I don't know. I see this lovely American woman, and I say, "Oh, is Libadish at the time is what I would have said, mm-hmm. and you're coming from. Austria-Hungary, like, you know, we didn't have these big ladies there, but... Um, didn't you have a really funny name back then? Yeah. They fixed you up? My last name was Hohenschwangau, which was actually the sort of the, the estate where my family grew up. 
Uh, and at the time, uh, we had been made a lot of promises about like, you know, when, like when these like certain guys were in power, we would like be able to, you know, like have like political positions and, and, and things like that. But as those things started now that I think about it, it's actually a little later that I came over on the boat when things were starting to go south. Uh, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we, we eventually, you know, had to, had to leave. Mm-hmm. And just like showbiz. Yeah. I have an idea for a show that's maybe not as New York based as I thought. Okay. But, but you're going to say it anyway. I am. Cause okay. I just think ideas are, are the value comes from a good idea. Yeah. Right. That's the gold. Everybody knows that ideas are the hard part with things and the sure. work that you do after that's the execution easy part. is a dime a dozen. Yeah. It's all just about the core idea. Yeah. Something you can say in two sentences is yes. the total value. It's irreplaceable and going off and making it. And is, then it doesn't matter if that happens. No. That just happens. Exactly. That's the, anyone can do that part. Just mm-hmm. make a thing make mm-hmm. the thing. It's coming up with a notion. It's going to be called is nice. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it so far. Yeah. Okay. I hope I know who's involved with this. Izzy Stradlin. Oh, okay. I thought Dude. it was I thought it was Borat. But it would oh, be him okay, doing yeah. Borat. Okay. It would be Izzy Stradlin doing his characters. So it's I Z is nice. Nice. And it would be Izzy Stradlin from Guns N' Roses okay. doing those three characters that Sasha Baron Cohen did. So he's doing Bruno. He's doing Bruno. And he's doing Ali G as well. Yeah, Ali G, and then Borat. And now uh, you're, you're concerned that this doesn't have enough to do with New York. Well, I don't know where he's located. He seems like a very L.A. kind of guy. I don't know if that's something you want to walk over to him. Sean. Uh, well, he's from Lafayette, oh, Indiana. Okay, which is where yeah. Axel is from. Okay, as well. So he. I was thinking. I don't know how. I don't know if it's. Um, I think it might be too New York. Like I'm trying to figure out. It's feeling it's feeling very New Yorky to me as well. It's almost it's almost it's almost oppressive. When I because when I pitched but like my Papa John idea, uh, pizza corner, Papa's pizza corner, something like that. You that what is so nice is even if you aren't from New York, and he's actually from Indiana as well, and that's what's so Mm -hmm. you know. Did he ride that same bus that Axl Rose rode that they that they restaged for the Welcome to the Jungle video when he gets off the bus with a piece of hay in his mouth? Well, he Papa John famously rode in a, a Chevy something that uh-huh. he sold to finance his first store, uh-huh. which I read in a... a a box Pizza shaped magazine. a box shaped book uh-huh. <laughs> that he wrote and sent to my house. Okay, like a coffee Real table quick, book. Guys. Yeah, well, it has become sort of a coffee table book in in my house. Yes, but it's it's shaped like a box and it's his autobiography. Real quick, guys, what do you think is going to happen in that Ronda Rousey fight? Oh, are are you okay? See, I'm like, are, 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 I'm a little confused because. Are you trying to like time stamp this before that happened? Mm-hmm. 
and why is that? It almost it almost has it almost sounds like to me, Sean, you want to prove you were <laughs> like an alibi that, that, that you were that you were phone call several hours before the fight. Okay, so it almost sounds like you need to prove you were doing a certain thing. Uh, well, all I'm saying is that fight's happening in uh, three hours and 22 minutes, and the whole world's talking about what might happen, but I want your take. You know, uh, two guys who are no strangers to uh, roughing it up with a little bit of fisticuff. Uh, yeah. You know, how, who do you think got the goods to go the whole way? And don't we think she's the overwhelming favorite? Yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited for her to win. Is there a specific thing, since you're calling into the show mm-hmm. right now, is there a specific thing that you are not doing? Uh, yeah, there's a place that I'm not, and there's a person I'm not near, and there's a, something I'm not showing them. Because <laughs> you couldn't be on the phone while you were... Showing somebody something, you would need two. You would need two hands. Yes, and it would be very noisy. And there's a and there's some noises you aren't hearing that say a lot more than the words that you are. So um, this was a great talk. So let's say goodbye to Sean, and then I'll sort of sign off uh, privately with with you, Tom. Sure, that sounds good. Thank- bye, bye, Sean. Bye. Okay, buddy. Bye. Okay, I didn't want to do this with him on the phone. Because, okay, like I said, you know, I want this to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, you 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 need to get somebody uh, soon uh, for f- f- for this relationship to continue. You need to like turn up results. Okay, uh, you need to follow through on some of the promises that you made. Okay, like being friends with the Rockettes. Yeah. Getting a Rockette podcast together. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I still think there's a shot at that. Being Lou Amundsen's brother-in-law? Yeah. Which you said that you were. Sweet Lou. Yeah. Yeah. And he's on the New York Knicks. He is. And he's the star of the New York Knicks. No, I know. He's the guy sort of behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Who, he doesn't need, like, stats you know, this is my thing with Carmelo. The guy's like this guy, this thug, basically, just needs like you know, point, like give me points, 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 points. You know, but a guy like Lou Amundsen is about the team. He wants the team to win. He doesn't yes. need to be playing on the court to get results. He's in the tradition of the great New York Knicks, like Bill Bradley and. Dave DeBusher. Yes. Yes. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson and David Lee. That's my starting five. It's a lot of it's a lot of size. (laughs) Everyone is six nine or above. (laughs) But it's also a lot of heart and a lot of guys that are willing to sacrifice. Fundamentals. Yes. A lot of just guys who know how to play the game right. Those are those are my starting five Knicks. I think I could get Sweet Lou okay. to do to just sit down and do a podcast. And I mean, what do we want him to talk about on that? I mean, is it should it be should he interview the other Knicks? Should he just be like, "Hey, it's Sweet Lou here. I'm sitting down with uh, I'm sitting down with Jerry and Grant." It, it, listen, if you can get Lou to speak to Cle Anthony early. 
or Kyle O'Quinn, Langston Galloway, yeah, Kyle O'Quinn, mm-hmm. uh, Sasha Vujicic. Like, like if he's can, not one of your favorite all-time Knicks. Uh, so, no, he's he, he's my he's a six man. He's the first. Okay. Sasha Vujicic is the first guy off the bench because he's a microwave. Mm-hmm. If yes, if you can get Lou to to talk to some okay. of those guys, that would be that would mm-hmm. be very exciting. Because then he could talk to Phil Jackson. Maybe if he could get it, when Phil's in New York, one of the like one of the windows when Phil Jackson is in New York. I think he's coming into town sometime in the in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yes, I think he. The, the, I think he might actually. I might. He might be going to a game. <laughs> So you could grab him in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. So okay, because he hasn't, you know, relocated his family from Los Angeles. Yeah. So obviously he's got to be, you know, back there with his with his wife from from time to time. Well, That's the most important. He's thing. the president of the team. Of course, he would swing through town two times a year. So, you know what also is hot, and I'm trying to just get is. Hamilton. Which, you okay? So this is what I did, and I you you said there was a, a certain amount of money, like an a, like an expense account I could use. Uh huh. I went to see Hamilton, and then I walked up during the thing with one of the boilerplate podcast contracts partway through the show. Uh huh. And then I went up to Hamilton, and then I was just like, Hamilton, will you? We're doing this podcast network. Mm-hmm. Do you know, you know Earwolf, right? And then, and then he, it didn't, uh, long story short, he's not, Hamilton's not going to be on the network either. That, that didn't go as well as I okay. thought it would. This is very disappointing for me to hear this because I'm just like putting myself in this situation, Tom. <sighs> what you should have done is taken the podcast contract backstage, switched it out with the hip hop declaration of independence mm-hmm. that they sign. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. then he signed the real thing mm-hmm. instead of the fake, sort of like what happened to Brandon Lee. Switch out the real one for yeah. the you know yeah. for the fake one. Yeah. It's so a perfect then, crime. Sure. That's that's how they got him. Yeah. On camera. That's, that's how they silenced him. Yeah. If his dad had only not done all those dirty dealings with uh, the Yakuza. Yes. It was like two generations of revenge. He was paying the price for for his dad's crimes. Yeah. They were like, they're like, and we're going to get your kid. Yeah. 30 years from now when he's filming Mm -hmm. a movie for New Line. And some people say the Yakuza and Bruce Lee aren't even from the same country. (laughs) Yeah, countries are thousands of miles apart, uh, but that's what made it such a great relationship. Yes, and so I should have done that with Hamilton. Do you think it's too late to to do that? If like I, how about this? I pose like I'm working at the theater, like I just carry in a mirror, like uh-huh. I just like just go like I show because the show's at like seven. I show up at like six, carrying a mirror. I'm just like all right. Back out of the way, out of the way. There's a mirror for the show. Clear a path. Yeah. Like, right? And I'll be like, what are you looking at? Like, if the guy's like, excuse me, 
I'll be like, oh, what are you looking at? And then he'll that'll give him a little New York tood. I'll get in. Uh-huh. Then I just hide with the prop thing. Or maybe I do I have to do I have to like conk the prop prop person over the head and tie him up in a closet with a rag in their mouth? Yeah, I but I'm so curious what's gonna happen with this mirror. Well, I figured the mirror Huh. I could I should well, if it's not going to be – whatever it is should help me with this scheme. Uh-huh. So right? initially, why are you carrying a mirror? Because it's a – I figure because it would go in a dressing room, right? Oh. Right? Okay. Oh. How about this? You I, go. You go. I So – Boss, you go. You take a pane of glass mm-hmm. into his dressing room. You replace his mirror – with it. actually a pan we of are glass. on the same page right you now. knock out the prop guy yeah. disguise yourself as hamilton mm-hmm. so you're on the other side of the mirror yeah mimicking his motions and perfectly he, and i have a and contract it, in front of me yes and he falls into the rhythms of me of you doing this oh my mirror image is signing this contract i must be doing so that then i'll do things well. slowly like i'll slowly lift a drink up to my mouth and then he'll just find himself swept up into that matching the motions yes and then I reach, I pull out the contract, and I have one waiting for him uh-huh. in a in a in a in a, in a, a, a like an equivalent spot. Mm-hmm. And then he's just finding himself matching the person on the other side. He signs it, yeah. And then I go, "You're on the network, sucker!" And then I grab the contract from the other thing, right? Yeah. And then I'm just like, first podcast is due Monday." interview the naked cowboy i love this okay this is great and i I really love the direction we're heading in a very Uh positive direction i think okay i think one thing that'll have to happen is he is in basically peak physical condition to do the show every night there might be a moment where you're in his mirror dressing room uh and he is changing clothes sure so you would need to be like you know like so I, you need to look in the mirror and sure. recognize his body so i should like hit the hit the weights right i think you have to learn what regimen he does mm-hmm. and you know and and start hitting or the or since this is since time is of the essence yeah i pull a a, a, a cyrano type move uh-huh on the other side of the glass, I get a I get a guy who's in equivalent shape to Hamilton. Okay, he's got a little one piece in his ear, little little thing, and I'm yeah. I'm in the side. I'm just like, okay, now drink the water. Uh huh. Is he matching? Is he matching your motion? And then I'll be like, now get the con, get him to sign the thing. And then I pop up behind Hamilton. Uh-huh. Because it's quicker to, because there's still a chance you're you can, in Hamilton's dressing room. Yeah. Whispering into a microphone. From a closet. But I would pop up behind him, but here's the thing that wouldn't scare him. I'd have an equivalent of me behind you would need an equivalent the Cyrano of yes. who rises when I do, and he'd be so distracted by yeah. that, he'd be like, look out! Yelling to the guy in the mirror, and then the, I would just grab the contract. Or no, what if the Cyrano in uh-huh. the mirror starts strangling the other one and he's like, wait, that's not happening to me. And that distracts him enough that I could grab the contract that he signed already and then and I would switch it out. Switch it out. And then he would realize I have 36 hours 
to get this first episode of this podcast up? Well, I'm 100% with you. Okay. Except for the what I think I know the person you're talking about who is Hamilton's physical equal. Mm-hmm. Except he is circumcised and Hamilton is uncircumcised. Okay. Well, that's going to be a problem. So you would need to, I guess, consult the prop guy or something. Or get someone to circumcise Hamilton before this happens, right? So we'd need to, like, do something to where he'd have to, he'd, like, we, like if he has to go to the that's hospital. That's not going to be easy because, I mean, he is like a sort of an advocate. He's a very outspoken of for non and, well, anti-circumcision advocate. But what if we put something in his in his like his, 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 I'm sure he has some sort of bottle of water on side that like if I put something that makes him sick, okay. he goes to the hospital. I pose as now a, a an orderly who f- changes the order on the 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 chart. I just write like circumcise this man immediately. Well, and we you need to treat him for whatever the thing that sent him to the hospital. So you would <laughs> I have to just add it. P.S. And circumcise him. <laughs> Save his life. Things to do. First to this person. Yes. Number one. <laughs> Save his life. And I'll underline save his life. Number two. Circumcise this man. <laughs> then he recovers, goes back, and then he'll match the, the lookalike, the Cyrano. Okay. Okay, I think this will. I think this one will actually work. Okay, so I have my I have my marching orders now. Yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, I've got to poison him, then pose as an orderly, mm-hmm. and order his circumcision, and then sneak into the theater carrying a, a fake mirror that's actually just a piece of glass, and I'm going to swap out for his actual backstage mirror. Yeah, get his his uh his his lookalike in and the lookalike there's a lookalike for you as for well me. yeah get us in yeah and then get him to sign the podcast contract yes using you know you're on a microphone yeah. communicating yeah. with the mm-hmm. Cyrano as you call it sure who is sort of lulling him to sleep with with matching motions with matching motions uh lifting a glass Mm -hmm. to his lips for example uh until like sliding out of the way of the mirror and going back all the way in and being like you know what i mean just like and then just like lifting a hand up slowly putting it down real fast and then but this it's probably going to mean i'm going to need some rehearsal time with this well i want to make sure we're clear all the way to the end of this because at some point he has signed the podcast contract yeah and what you what you were proposing is that the 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 copy of you mm-hmm. then rises up behind the double, starts strangling, and him. you rise up behind Siren, b- behind, behind, no, Hamilton. behind Hamilton, and but I guess the double starts strangling because and then he would be like he would, pro- I would think he would go forward like no let me help you and the, which is a clear path to that contract. Yes, I'm also going to yeah. need the. A contract that's backwards for 
the doubles. I can see, uh, God, and ima- thank you so much for mentioning that, because imagine if he saw the contract in the mirror mm-hmm. and realized that it it's wasn't like, yeah, a mirror image. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm probably going to need that. The whole that. thing would just fall apart. I'm going to need a backwards contract, probably yeah. a backwards New York Times. Yeah. Or whatever. I need to find out what Hamilton reads is what I'm going to need, or what's back there to get a reverse image version of it yeah. through the through the glass. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not any like crazy autographed picture because then I have to go get that same famous person to sign it backwards. Yeah. So we can frame it. And I guess it's just a way out of the building would be good because like once mm-hmm. you get that contract, you're yeah. going to have to move. I'll have a sm- smoke bombs. I'll just vanish into the smoke bombs. Do the doubles have smoke bombs? I don't care about them. Once I get the contract, I'm a company I guess man. one of them is maybe dead. I would assume. Because you want this Drangling yes. to look real. Yeah. So the Hamilton double is and not the, your concern anymore. And the first episode of his podcast can be him discussing the murder of a man backstage at Hamilton and how he had nothing to do with it and... Oh, we're in bed. If he gets accused of it, we're in bed. That's that's it's like cereal. That's not good. Then it would be well. That would be very good for us. Then. Yes, that's that's the king of podcasts. That would be amazing for that us. Would be great if this Hamilton guy because because he's under contract too. He'll yeah. be in jail, mm-hmm. and then it'll just be like like we can visit him and bring in like a Zoom recorder, <laughs> two microphones, and he'll be like, "What's this?" Yeah, be like it. And you hold up the contract. It's like. Because he'll have to fulfill the contract still, or else he'll go to jail again. Yes. He'll go to a different... <laughs> you don't want to go to podcast jail. He'll be begging to go back to murder jail. Oh, yeah. Well, you also don't want the warden being down on you. Yes. Because if the warden loves podcasts, he also might do like a like a, like a a last yard situation, longest yard uh-huh. situation with, yeah. with him in jail and be like, you're going to record a podcast... For the Warden's Podcast Network. That would be a bad... So that's where the contract will come in handy, because we could say to the Warden, it's like, yeah, it's all well and good that you want this guy on your podcast network. Yeah. He's under contract. I like this, though, getting together a bunch of inmates and, you know, them being like, oh, we're no good at podcasting. Yeah. And then he rallies them. He's like, guys, you can sit around a table and blather with each other. And just talk about dumb stuff that no one cares about. And then they beat the feral audio team. <laughs> so then it would be, there would be at probably like the New York Pod Fest, right? Yeah. So it'd be like, here comes Dork Forest or, or, uh, Weird Adults, mm-hmm. I think is on there. Uh, there, there's some other uh, Johnny Pemberton has one. Duncan Trussell. Okay, and this is who and they, they come like you know marching in to yeah. to the room like all in a mm-hmm. row. Yeah, like badass. Yeah, and then you just have to hope that Dan Harmon doesn't fill a light bulb full of gasoline in one of the prison cells, which would kill like one of the hot prison podcasters. They would turn the lights on and suddenly they'd catch on fire. That's. I think this will work. I think we've gotten it to a really good place. Great, great. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, for boss. For sort of being our liaison into this, sure. into this great city. 
Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to, you know, any personal thing going on that you'd like to plug? Well, I'm serious about the Iron Man guy in Times Square. That was, I know that sounded like just like it was a sponsored thing. That was, he's a cool guy and you should really hang out with him in Times okay. Square. And he'll tell you all about uh, fighting Captain America in the upcoming Civil War. Okay. Now, I noticed there's, I, I, I can see your washer dryer that you have set up here. Yeah. And I can see in the dryer, yeah. there's an Iron Man mm-hmm. costume, mm-hmm. sort of. I can, you know, yeah. hear the mask yeah. sort of thudding. Yes. Yeah, Every time it goes through, uh, I don't know it, yeah. why it would ever need to yeah. be dried. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone threw something at Iron Man today, for your information. All sorts of people come to Times Square, and all sorts of people, sometimes those people are holding things like melty chocolate from the M&M store and they throw it at Iron Man when he won't take a free picture with them. So Iron Man does not have repulsor rays like the other Iron Man. So, okay. So that one is the other Iron Man. And this guy is, this guy is Iron Man. This guy is Iron Man and he's very, he's a good guy. And uh-huh. you should pay to get your picture. Don't just take a picture. Don't just hu- get one person with their cell phone to hover near him. And then you and sort steal. of sidle up yeah. to, to him and st- take food out of his no, mouth. No, don't steal a photo with Iron Man. Pay him the $10. He'll put his arm around you. And you'll get a quality photo with Iron Man. Does he put up his hand like he's shooting out a repulsor? That's $5 more. Why? Because there's some kind of effect? Well, because his back hurts. And he has to get into that pose. And when you do it a lot, his back hurts. Wow. Bye. Hollywood Handbook is brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbes. baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.